Hey, I'm Gabriel Goldfeder. I'm a Jewish life consultant, a.k.a. rabbi. In 1974, John Lennon was experiencing a difficult period in his life. Not only was he separated from his wife, Yoko Ono, but he had also met with substantial negative responses to his creative output at that time. And with all that in mind, he wrote a song called Nobody Loves You When You're Down and Out. There actually might be no better time to get a sense of who actually loves you than when you're down and out. And there may never have been a person who was more down and out than Eov, Job. The book of Eov and the story of Eov are disturbing and mysterious. It opens with a happy man with seven sons and three daughters. They liked each other and invited each other to their parties. And every day, Eov would get up and offer offerings to God, lest perhaps something unseemly had happened at one of those parties. In the next scene, the angels have gathered before God, including Satan. God asks Satan where he's been, and Satan reports that he's been walking about in the world. And God says to Satan, have you noticed my servant Eov? There is no one like him in all the land. He is righteous, and he serves me. And Satan says, well, obviously he serves you because his life is just so good. He's so wealthy. He has everything. He has all these wonderful sons and daughters. They have parties and they invite each other and everything is fine. But, says Satan, if you send your hand against him and remove some of the blessing that he has, let's see if he still remains as a faithful servant. The next day, servants come in series to report to Eov several pieces of terrible, terrible news. One is that bandits had come and taken all of his wealth. Two, all of his children are dead. God forbid. And yet, Eov refuses to curse God. He insists that God has given and God has taken away and may the name of God continue to be blessed. Again, all of the angels gather before God, including the Satan. God asks the Satan, where are you coming from? And Satan reports, I've been walking about in the world. And God says, have you seen my servant Eov? There's none like him in all the land. He remains steadfast in his commitment to me. And Satan says, well, of course he remains committed to you because things have not gotten as bad as they could. God tells Satan he may do as he wishes as long as he does not kill Eov. And so he does, in addition to the awful things that have befallen him, now Eov is stricken with boils. 
His wife says to him, New, curse God, and be done with it. And he says, Why are you talking this way? We accept the good, and we accept the bad. And at this moment, we read, Vaishmu Shloshet Re'e Eov. And Eov's three Re'im, a word we will come back to, friends, beloveds, Rashi says, Ohavav, those who love him. They heard these three friends of Eov, Eit Kohara'ah Hazot, all of this terribleness that had befallen him. Ish Mimakomo, and each of them came from their places. Eliphaz Atimani, Eliphaz is the first. He's from Teman. Vildad Hashuchi, and Vildad, Vitsofar Hanaamati, and also Tsofar. Vaivadu Yachtav, Lavo Landudlo, Ulanachamo. And they came and they met together to come to him to offer consolation and comfort. Nobody loves you when you're down and out, said John Lennon. It could be that John Lennon did not have Reim, this kind of friend that Eov has, such that when they hear of all the terrible things that had befallen him, they come. The Talmud Baba Batra 16b wonders how they knew that this had befallen Eov. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav, Rav Yehuda said in the name of Rav, when it says that they met up, it means that they came together through one gate. And the Gemara observes, that's amazing. That's amazing timing. Vitana, and it is taught, There are 300 parsecs between one of them and the other. How could it be that they all arrived at the same time, such that they could enter in through one gate? From whence did they know that this had happened? Ika da Amre Kalila Havulahu. Some say that they had crowns. And some say that they had special trees. de Kamashe, and since the tree withered, Havuyade, they knew. About this, Amar Rava. Rava said, Hainu de Amre This is just like people tend to say, a folk saying, an expression that people use. Oh, Chavra Kechavri de Eov, give me friends like Eov's friends. Oh, me tuta, or give me death. With this bold statement, Rava puts friendship on the level of survival. Friendship, friends, are not a luxury. They are an absolute necessity.
let us notice some of the ingredients and the aspects of this relationship that Eov and his three friends have. One is that they already have a mechanism in place whereby they would learn about whether one of them was subject to some malady or misfortune. They didn't need to be told that something had happened. Eov didn't need to reach out and say, guys, I'm struggling. It's terrible. Please come. Granted, most of us don't have magic crowns that somehow communicate information about other people in our lives. Most of us don't have magic trees that are somehow connected to each other such that if the leaves fall from the tree and the tree withers, they would know that something bad has happened. And you'd have to wonder, what do we have? What technologies and resources and emotional resources and spiritual resources are available to us that would allow us to know when something bad has happened to someone who's depending on us, to someone whom we hold dear. It's also important to this passage of Talmud that these three friends showed up together. This is quite literally a group of friends. It is in modern Hebrew parlance, a chevre, a group of friends, which has a unique and distinct power from individual friends, even if there are several of them. They show up together, and by showing up together, they show that they have a sort of net or network that allows Eov, an individual, to fall into that net, to be held by something that is bigger than himself, to be held by a network of individuals who care for him. And what do they do when they arrive? They lifted up their eyes from afar. And they didn't recognize him. And they lifted their voices and they cried. And each one of them tore their garment. And they threw ashes upon their heads all the way to the heavens. This is not performative grieving on behalf of their friend Eov because they're still far away. They're so genuinely and deeply anguished by what they see or by what they don't see that they cry, they tear their garments, they put ashes on their head. They are mourning. Even before they reach him, they are mourning what has happened to their friend. Vaishvu ito la'aretz and they sat with him on the ground. Shivat yamim, veshivat lelot, for seven days and for seven nights. Ve'en dover elav davar. No one said anything to him. 
because they saw that the pain was so great. They are literally with him. They are experiencing discomfort as he experiences discomfort. They're not trying to offer explanations. They're not trying to offer him platitudes. They're sitting with him in silence. Nobody loves you when you're down and out. Give me friends like Eov or give me death. As I'm reading this, I'm wondering, do I have friends like that? And I'm also wondering, am I a friend like that? Am I that sensitive? Am I that committed? Am I that willing to sit with someone in silence and to hold their pain with them? More importantly than am I is the question, how can I? How can I get there? What can I do to improve my capacity for friendship? to be that sensitive and that available and that committed? What can I do to become a Rhea, to become this kind of friend that Eov has, that I want to be? There's lots to explore here. It's a great challenge to take up and an important one when we observe levels of loneliness and isolation that are unprecedented, that are far greater than the 300 parsecs that are between one person and another, these seemingly vast and possibly, God forbid, insurmountable gulfs, emotional gulfs between one person and another at a time when people are on one level more connected than ever and on another level less connected than ever. Our work is cut out. We throw down the gauntlet with Eov's friends. We start at the deep end with the most extreme demand for friendship. And from there, I hope we'll be inspired and guided towards becoming the kinds of friends that Eov had.